0: yo what is going on baby nathan kennedy tnmp that's what i'm calling it now tnmp baby episode 40 what is the best place to open up my investing account hope you guys are having a fantastic weekend it's been pretty beautiful weather at least in southern ontario so i've been really enjoying that as usual my friends i'm gonna ask you right off the jump ask me any questions you guys have on ig as well as if you are listening to apple podcasts i would love 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 if you would leave a little bit of a review there i really appreciate it i still see that you guys are continuing to leave reviews so thank you so much for that also just wanted to welcome in, um, I've noticed that I have a few new listeners that have been coming on to the show uh, based on the the analytics. So I just wanted to welcome you guys to the show. Uh, Thank you so much for starting to tune in and listening and all that kind of stuff. So thank you so much. So today, what I want to talk about is what is the best platform in Canada to invest with? young adults you know first time maybe you know newer investors what's the best place and then you know the best overall uh that in my opinion so we'll go over all of that we're gonna go over the pros and cons of some of the best in canada so you can figure out which is the best for you so without further ado let's just dive on into it baby okay so i don't think this episode is going to be crazy long we're just going to jump into each of the platforms, go over the pros and cons, and move the hell on. So first is Questrade. And I'm gonna say this off the top this is my personal favorite quest trade has really established themselves as one of the dominant players in the Canadian discount brokerages market if you don't know what a brokerage is all it is is the platform that you're investing with right so if you think of what a broker is it's somebody who executes something for you um, in exchange for a slight fee now discount brokerages means they do it very cheaply if not free right there's there's some platforms that are pretty much free and we'll go over some of them they charge no annual fees which has been sort of a standard within brokerages in the past so no matter what your account size you don't have to pay a fee to actually have the account and you don't have to pay any fees when you purchase ETFs but when you sell ETFs or exchange traded funds you do have to pay a slight fee so basically this means that you can build an ETF based portfolio for zero dollars using Quest Trade. and the reason is because with ETFs or exchange traded funds these are funds that you know represent the broader market have a ton of stocks within them and so you probably don't even want to sell anytime soon it's like you know ideal you never sell right you just keep buying 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 right and so with the trading fees uh, that if you were to sell or if you were to buy an uh, uh, sell stocks, uh, individual equities. Um, you're looking at anywhere from 4.95 to 9.95 to execute a trade, and unfortunately, to actually open an account, you need a minimum of a thousand dollars. So yes they're not going to charge you a fee once you're in but you need at least a thousand bucks to open an account so that kind of sucks for newer investors or people who are younger who are just trying to like dip their toe in so with quest trade when you move an investment account from another brokerage or another platform quest trade will actually reimburse the transfer fees up to 150 dollars per an account so let's say that your parents i don't know they set up a mutual fund for you and you need to move all that money over well they'll help you move that over and they'll pay whatever fees are associated with that or if you started investing on one platform you realize Questrade's really good they will take care of the logistical money to move over your money Questrade also offers a variety of platforms to help you trade along with the mobile app that's pretty responsive and pretty you know good to use the canadian investment protection fund or cipf also covers quest trade so your money is in safe hands that means your money is insured one problem that i must mention that isn't really much of a problem for most of us but it might be for you know a few of you is that frequent traders that use the platform seem to have problems with some of the more advanced options that the platform provides because it is a pretty robust platform a bunch of different sort of more advanced things often trading things like that but again like this isn't really that big of a deal I've just heard a number of more savvy frequent traders kind of uh, bitch and moan about uh, Quest Trade. so I, I thought that I would mention that but again not really that big a deal for us For conversion into USD from CAD currency, so US Canadian to and fro, right? From USD to CAD, CAD to USD, is gonna ding ya for 2% off the top, which isn't crazy but isn't great either. There are ways around this, however, as you can use a strategy called Norbit's Gambit which allows you to buy a Canadian stock and convert it into the US version where you would then sell it off. So I'll actually leave a link in the bio so you can go and check that out. Questrade has been operating in Canada for 20 years and it's probably the most well-established discount brokerage in Canada. So that's Questrade. I'm a big fan. That's what I use to be honest and you know, i a really solid contender if I were to give A score out of 10, I'd say a nine, a solid, solid nine, nine five. But then I'm getting a little bias in there, all right. So, moving on to the next one, Wealth Simple Trade. So, first off, I think Wealth Simple Trade is the most you guessed it simple platform you can get started with. Their simple, beautiful interface makes life easy. I sound like a salesperson right now, but I you know what i got to you gotta you gotta really paint that picture right beautiful interface simple interface so this is really similar to robinhood which is an investing platform in the states no fees etc that you know is just super easy to navigate it's it's you know pretty much anybody could use it and so the unique selling proposition what makes wealth simple trade stand out is the commission free stock and etf trading buying and selling on any north american exchange free of charge so basically buying and selling is free it's it's a commission-free platform so this is ideal for new investors who want to make smaller more frequent contributions without getting hit with trading fees for each transaction right wealth simple also doesn't have an account minimum so you can open an account with a buck you know and, and that's that's like pretty advantageous for most of us who just need to get started and don't want the money to put up you know initially right this you can just Get it started today. You can download the app, get it going, right? Well, simple trade accounts are also CIPF protected up to 1 million bucks. So the only downside I'd say that's significant about Well, simple trade. Is that it's only on mobile so you can't actually access it from uh, any computer anything like that which is not really that big a deal everybody seems to have a smartphone these days and then another thing you can only open a TFSA RRSP or a simple non-registered account which again not really that big an issue for most of us we're only probably gonna fund our TFSA's and RSP's anyway but yeah just something to consider so it's not a very robust platform it's very bare-bones but it's free so uh, pretty solid um, great platform I would say it's a Solid 8.5 out of 10 for most investors. Qtrade. So, Qtrade is a good alternative to Quest Trade and it's got a great reputation for customer service. This company is also very trustworthy as it's been around since 01. So, would that be 19 years? So, you know, around the same length as Quest Trade. QTrade also has $11.5 billion in assets and is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, the CIPF. And, you know, it's also a part of the investment industry, regulatory, yada, yada, yada. You don't care about that shit, but they're legit is what I'm saying. Maintaining an account with QTrade is also a little bit more expensive than Questrade, but it's still very cost effective as it's $100 per year for RRSPs and TFSAs with less than 25 grand. In assets so if you have less than 25 grand in either or you know it's gonna cost you about $25 a quarter Um, It's also going to ding you for $8.75 per trade with QTrade, but there is no account minimum. So you don't have to have a thousand to put up. You can just open an account. So if you incur fees when transferring your assets to QTrade, they'll also cover you up to $150. So I don't love the fees here, but the customer service is really good. And they have also no fee mutual funds that you can buy into as well, which. I'm not a big fan of unless their expense ratios are super, super low. So, you know, overall quality discount broke with nearly 20 years of experience and stuff like that, which is, you know, that means something, but I mean, the fees are kind of just a little bit archaic. In my opinion, I think you can run a model with no fees. I mean, you look at the United States, pretty much all the major ones have no fees now. So I think that's where we're going with a lot of this stuff. So if I were to, you know, give it a rating, I'd say seven and a half out of 10, only two more, right? So TD direct investing is another one I wanted to cover. So this platform offers a great way to build a solid low cost portfolio that also offers trading fees that are in line with smaller online brokerages like Questrade and Wealthsimple, etc. cetera also their customer service has gotten insanely good reviews which is i know it doesn't sound like a big consideration but i mean there's a lot of money on the line hopefully over time right so having a good customer service somebody to help you through the weird times um in terms of you know i don't know this purchase didn't go through why the fuck didn't it go through you don't have to go jump through a thousand hoops to hoops i don't know why i said it like that. <laughs> hoops to try to figure out where your money went right so pretty good consideration obviously it's TD right they are insanely developed one of the big five banks in Canada so there's a lot of capital that's gone into this app so it's a very very good platform in general it does cost $25 per quarter or $100 on the year to have an account that has less than 15,000 bucks in it so kind of crappy if you have over 15,000 then they waive the fee but again you know kind of a disincentive for young investors who don't have that much. There is no minimum account size when opening a TD direct investing account. So you can just open it up whenever and you're going to pay $9.99 per trade to do this. So the user experience has also gotten really good reviews. It's really easy to navigate, really super simple. Um, And again, it's not crazy expensive, but there are some fees there. So yes, this account does have some annoying fees but it's probably one of the most developed investing platforms in Canada so I'd say it's a solid 8 out of 10 overall. Okay, and the last one that I want to go over is called Interactive Brokers. My friends and people that I know that use this platform swear by it. They think it's it's very, very good and I'm sure it is. It's really geared towards the more active trader than, you know, as opposed to passive investors, newer investors, etc. It has really a great fee structure for that type of investor that is more frequent, that is going after it. And they've got, you know, it's way more optimized, et cetera. And it's pretty established as it is. The canadian arm of a larger american company so you know honestly i'm not going to go too too in depth with this platform as i'm not too too familiar with it it's sort of newer to me and i've been kind of looking into it a little bit so i don't know it very very well and i did do a little bit of research but a lot of the stuff isn't really pertaining to you guys i really don't think a lot of you really would find it that useful so you know overall i'd say if you are looking into you know trading more frequently doing all that kind of stuff investing um in single equities doing a lot of research and et cetera et cetera then yeah i take a look up interactive brokers they are you know I've heard nothing but great things about them right so I had to mention them here one of the better platforms in Canada but if you're kind of just looking to you know invest the money put it away you're not really that deep you know just looking to get started then I'd probably look at some of the other options so you know a 7 out of 10 for us I would say overall just because it's not really you know it's not really geared towards us but you know if you're looking to really bang it out trade a lot which you know that's up to you I'd say it's like as good of a platform as you can get around like eight to nine and a half out of ten for the more active trader okay so my overall thoughts guys really quick i think you probably can guess where i'm going with this but I really don't think you can go wrong with Questrade or Wealthsimple. I think they are the two most accessible, um, most straightforward platforms that you can get in Canada as a newer and sort of uh, getting started investor, as well as just, you know, any kind of investor. And so I actually talked about them in my episodes where I went over how to invest and investing. What the fuck does that even mean uh, in episode, I believe, seven and eight? Uh, and yeah, I I'd, I'd mentioned those two for a reason. They're my two favorites. And so I think they're a great option. I really think that you guys should look into them. Um, but again, do your own research, figure out what works best for you. And, you know, I think you're going to find yourself in similar territory. But hey, let me know if you guys find a different platform that really does it for you that I haven't mentioned. Okay, cool. So. I've got two new money mailbag questions because we didn't do one last week. And I think they're two really good ones. So the first one is, what are my thoughts on prenups? That is a hell of a question. Um, I better be careful with what I say right now. Um, Man, you know what? I I think it depends on the couple. You know, if there's a mutual understanding of, I guess... For lack of a better term risk protection right if you if you both are coming into a relationship and you both mutually understand that listen you know we love each other we want to be with each other until we die but you know in a in a terrible backwards scenario where we do split up we you know have an equitable division of assets um that's equitable to to both parties all right and if, if you establish that ahead of time and you guys both agree to it when things are good I understand why it's a thing it rubs a lot of people the wrong way because it's kind of like signing off that like there is a, it's like almost saying that there is a possibility that we could get a divorce is, is how a lot of um, people will look at it and and, and I totally understand that um, you know it's not entirely wrong right I mean like you, you wouldn't get one if you were 100 totally 100% totally convinced that you will be with this person to the day you die. Right, you you want to be, but if you if you actually get it done, then you understand that there's a chance it might not happen, uh, and so that doesn't sit with with people well. And I and I get that. So I think that you know divorce is a very nasty thing, right? And yeah, you know for both for both partners, right? It's not easy for either one. You know, there's a sort of misconception that I don't know one partner is is taking the other partner down and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, there are scenarios where I'm sure that's true, but a lot of time, like both you know lawyers aren't cheap man and that it's 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 often very tough for both sides so I it, I think it really just comes down to the partners um, and and what they think is right and you know if they're both comfortable with it um, that is that is such a subjective thing like I think it, it just comes down to the relationship okay so the next question is would I go back to school if I was still in university during this time or would I just take the year off and work Um i'd say i'd go back to school I, I don't think i would i think i'd go back to school because the money that i'm paying for the degree is is the same right like and i mean the education might not be as rich you could argue because i'm not maybe i'm not in person it's all online etc i don't know i don't i don't know if i'd take a whole year off to work just because i'm not able to go in person i mean a lot of the stuff we were doing when i like i graduated like last spring so it's not like i'm you know 20 years out or anything but like Most of my shit was online anyway. So it's not really that big of an issue in my opinion. Like it it is for other people. And obviously it sucks that you can't go in person as much. So it isn't really that big of an issue for me. And you know, in my opinion, I don't really care that much. So I'd probably just go back to school and do my thing. But I definitely could see why somebody was like, No, like I'm not doing that. I'm not paying all this money to to just be on the laptop all day and like I get that. But for me again, it was to go get educated um, and get a, de- a good degree and, and, you know, move on. So that doesn't really change this year from what I understand. So I would probably just go back to school, but I respect either choice. No doubt. No doubt. So, yes, that's it for the questions. And the recap's going to be pretty brief because this is kind of a brief episode this week. But yes, like I said, Trade well simple can't go wrong. I really think you guys should look into them. I'm not getting paid to say that at all. <laughs> so there you go but the last thing i want to leave you guys with is like it's not that big of an issue if you pick either one of them like like I, any of the choices i picked any established choice in canada maybe it's like scotia bank or cibc investors edge or whatever you know as long as you're investing consistently you know for the long term that's all that matters right that's really all that matters so guys thank you thank you so much um you know the show's really starting to grow and i just wanted to thank you guys again for all the people that tune in every week for people who are tuning in this week for the first time anyone and everyone that listens to the show thank you guys so much it's uh, an honor to come on here and chat with you guys and to have an audience so thank you thank you so much and yeah that's it man but for now i am out this mother peace